Guylaine Normandin is the Director of Supporting Artistic Practice at the Canada Council for the Arts. Felipe Diaz is the manager of the same program. And Lean Danil is a, a program officer with the Supporting Artistic Practice program. Welcome to the Bibliophile. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you. Our program is all about books, everything to do with books. So a government program uh, that you uh, run has something at least to do with books. It's one of the, is it six elements that you fund? And in 2017, there was a change to the funding structure which, in fact, is why I'm here. I talked to a number of publishers across the country, and they're, I would say they're a bit troubled by the change. Uh, so what I'd like to do is to get an idea of exactly what the new program... It's not really a new program, but as I say, it seems to be referred to as a new program out there, uh, simply because the old program, I guess, was around for so long. Uh, and it seemed to have been working quite well. As I say, a lot of the publishers that I spoke with said, why are they changing it? It's not broken. So I guess the first question is, did you consult with industry when you made these changes? Yes. The, the, there was, a, uh, there was uh, some kinds of uh, consultation that, that happened with, uh, with the community. Um, but the thing to focus on here uh, is that um, it's not so much whether or not the old program was broken. Uh, the, the, the way that, that I feel we need to, to address this is that the old program itself um, didn't really respond or wasn't clear for us as to how we as, a, as an organization, the Canada Council itself, was meeting its objectives. So. We have a mandate to support and promote the arts in Canada. Um, and once we started to, to, to talk to ourselves about that mandate, to start to question, you know, are we doing that? Are we meeting the objectives that we need to meet? Are we investing correctly in the community so that we are supporting the artists, supporting... Uh, what the, are those objectives? What are the objectives? Yeah. Well, each one of the of the programs that the county council has its own objectives. So the book, the book uh, publishers program. What are the objectives? I, I I'd like to maybe even go prior to that. Okay. Um, the the change I, I would like to put on the table that the change is not uh, about the publishers. The change is not about the books. The change is about the council as, as a funder, how we articulate um, our support to uh, various artistic practices to the benefit of Canadians. For not the benefit years, of the publishers? No, of course not. This is public money. It's for the benefit of Canadians. Okay. I think it, it, it has to be clear. Uh, of course, who gets the grants? It's the artists, the publishers, the festivals, etc. But uh, that, 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 that's, that's another story. Um, I think we need to uh, look at um, 
the, the structure of the council and for 60 years the council has been developing programs mm -hmm. and initiatives especially to serve a particular milieu or a particular ecology and as the needs and, and, and the community communities grew we uh, ended up with a multiplicity of programs mm -hmm. we had over 140 individual programs before restructuring. Programs and for what? For everyone? For everyone. Yeah, I'm, 140 I'm, programs, and every time there was a new need, we would create a new program, and they would pop up like mushrooms. Yeah, so you're and streamlining. So we're streamlining, and we are no longer about a particular community, but about uh, phase in the spectrum of activities that happen in artistic uh, creation. So you have the research and, and creation, you have the production of work, you have the support to the infrastructure, you have the circulation of the work of, and ideas and artists mm. in Canada and abroad. So it's none of our programs at the moment is disciplinary. None of the programs is tailored to dance or literature or uh, but you architecture. But you still have the book publishing program. Though. It's an exception. Okay. It's really an exception. But it's also, I would add, it's a component of a program. Voila. So the program itself is multidisciplinary. It is about supporting, like we're in supporting artistic practice. The objective of that program is supporting the community, supporting the artists of all stripes, of all disciplines. Yeah. And within that, there is one component. Okay, which is what we're here to talk about. Which directs itself towards the way that literary publishers support that community. Right. So it's not about publishing books, it's about supporting the writers. So are you going to phase out no. the, the name book publishing? No. <laughs> no, but it relates to supporting who creates the work. So what we support publishers for is not to produce the books. Mm -hmm. Or not it's solely to produce Not solely books. to produce the books, you're okay. right, Philippe. Yeah. Yeah. It's what they do to support the development, the career, the circulation okay. of the writers. Exactly. So, so let, let me just get this straight then. The publisher is not an artist in your, in your vision of the artistic world. The writer is the artist. The publisher is a facilitator to help that writer get the, their work to the market. Is that what you're saying? In the same way that one would say that about a gallery, or a festival, or, or a festival, or a movie, uh, movie or, director. No, no, a movie director would be considered an artist, but the production company. No, but the actor should be the artist. The director is also an artist. The, the director. We would. But argue the publisher isn't an artist. No, the 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 publisher uh, is the support system behind it that that helps artists to I mean yes they make creative decisions for sure in the in the creation of books nobody's denying that mm -hmm. but literary publishers the institutions themselves are there to support the arts around them um, and so that's what we support when we're supporting literary publishers the way that they intercede into the arts communities the way that they intercede into the community of artists providing professional development for writers, providing touring opportunities, providing promotion, providing network, mm -hmm. providing the, the, 
doing the publishing of their books. And supporting them through the process exactly. of, of editing the book, of the, the, the process of making it the final Sure. Uh, okay, that's, maybe I should bring in uh, Lauren Pierce here, one of the greatest Canadian publishers of all time. She was the publisher of the Ryerson Press. So what Lauren Pierce said in On Publishers and Publishing, I'm reading from my signed copy here. Well, this is published in 1951. It's about, it's just a little paragraph. From the dawn of publishing, those who shaped the course of the profession were artists and craftsmen of a high order. They sought out great prose and living poetry so that they might give them to the world in the most fitting, inevitable, and felicitous form. They desire that it should appear if paper, typography, illumination, and binding had not merely come together to honor the shining text, but that they burgeoned out of it the very flower of the hidden spirit of the author. Like the cathedral builders, they patronized all the arts and shepherded them into one supreme manifestation of beauty. That is absolutely beautiful, and that is why we support book publishers. Very good. Okay. Well, I just was getting the sense maybe that, that, that you support writers, but you also support publishers. We and do. You, and you plan to continue to do so. Yeah. We have this uh, new funding model that uh, is a, a very, um, a very uh, drastic transformation of the way we've been operating. Yeah. We're just embarking into it. We have no intention of changing it again anytime soon. Okay. <laughs> and and, so, and I would I would add too that if we start to look at the slate of programs and components that we have for the arts in Canada. Yeah. Literary publishers themselves, they, they don't just have access to the literary publishing program, the two little components in supporting artistic practice. Right. There are all kinds of other components that they have access to now, which they didn't have before to help them. I mean, this is thanks to the new program? Yes, it's, exactly. They've got a whole bunch more programs they can, yes. they can apply for. Yeah. So, let, for example, um, professional development for arts professionals. Uh, which is a, a nice little program uh, which allows uh, uh, professionals, arts professionals like publishers, to be able to go and take professional development for themselves so that they can serve their communities better, so that they can help the arts in Canada to develop further. Mm -hmm. So, um, in the old model, we thought a lot about literary and literary forms within one discipline that, that had a few programs for, the, for that community. Now we have to think about it as more diffuse. It's disseminated throughout all the different programs, and there are different ways that we can help the, the, the community of literary publishers and writers to do the work that they want to do. Okay. And strategic funds, too. Yes, yeah. And for, for projects, you mean? For each? I, I'm thinking of the Digital Strategy Fund, okay. which is available to everybody. You know, literature, dance, theater, music, name it. So the fact that the opportunities are more equal for the different fields of practice is also an advantage of, of this model. Publishers never had that before. No. This no. is new for them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm a publisher. Uh, I want to get some help or I want to get some grants. What do I do? 
recreate a profile yes. in our portal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's you start, the very you start, beginning. You start okay. by creating a profile. Um, and that, uh, with, through that, you only have to do that once. Uh, once, uh, once that's done... Uh, you can change it, though, I assume, if you yeah, want you to. Yeah, you can always go in and, yeah. and adjust your profile. Uh, you'll enter it. You'll submit it. Uh, you should probably read the criteria over carefully first to make sure that you meet all the all the little uh, eligibility points that we have in there. Yeah. Um, that will go to a program officer like Lean here who will review it. Uh, and if you meet the criteria, uh, then you're, you're in and you can start applying for grants almost immediately. Uh, if you don't meet the criteria, we would let you know why, and then you can work on your on your profile. You can resubmit as many times as you want until such point as that it finally starts to make sense with what we're trying to do as well. Okay, so let's say I publish literary nonfiction. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure. For example. Just, just for example. For no, sake of yeah. I've noticed on your site that literary nonfiction is eligible. Yes. And there's a famous case now. It was in the Globe and Mail back in June about Ken White wanting to take over or purchase uh, Porcupine's Quill. Yeah, I remember. He was going to change the direction of the company. Right. But that direction was in the direction of literary nonfiction. Yep. And I guess what, I, I'm not exactly, maybe you could fill in the rest. Sure, yeah. Um, I can start by saying that the issue around that particular case was not actually tied to the literary nonfiction, uh, what, what he was trying to do in terms of the kinds of books that he wishes to publish or how he wishes to publish them. Mm -hmm. That was not the issue that was, uh, that was uh, at the heart of that. The concern there was that um, the, the press that he was trying to acquire had a particular uh, service agreement with us. Uh, yes, yeah. Had a particular service uh, uh, agreement with us, and we were trying to make sure that, in that instance, that the objectives of the program were still being met. So what it was... What, what so, 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 so I, I, think, service I think we need to stop. Mm. Uh, I think that uh, there are certain things that are protected uh, under the law between an applicant and a funder. So if the applicant wants to talk to you about his particular case, it's one thing. Yeah. We are not allowed to do that. So we are not able to talk about this particular case. What we can talk about is... Uh, how we look at acquisition for we, mm -hmm. we can do that but we cannot discuss this case in particular we're not we're not allowed to mm -hmm. okay I'd say it just causes a bit of concern because the headline on that article was particularly for publishers who are aging who are have been encouraged by the Canada Council in it in a 2005 report that you commissioned that said that success, there was going to be an upcoming succession crisis and that this was a vital aspect of organizational health. And this is what this particular publisher, who we won't mention, was, was, he was trying to put some kind of succession plan in place. 
and uh, we're all for succession plans. But, but I, I, th I think we have to make a difference between succession and acquisition. Yeah. Because sure, okay. Because succession is about continuing the organization, making sure that it is, uh, that it is meeting the needs of the artists uh, around it, from our perspective, because that's what the grant is about. So the grant is about publishing books, no? No, it's not, no. <laughs> the objectives of the program are to support the community. That's why we're saying networking, publishing, conferences, there's all kinds of activities that are all supported through this program, not just the publishing of books. And therefore... But under, again, sorry, under this very specific program, the book publishing program... Component. C component. That's the only thing I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about all the other stuff, unless, of course, a publisher <laughs> is eligible to is eligible to receive or or apply for funding. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't take it personally, but I'm here to talk about books. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're asking us a question about a particular file. That do you we do you can can't talk about? That okay, file, but right. we can discuss the concept. Of succession and acquisition, if you're interested. Yeah, I'm if interested. If you are not interested, no, you I'm, can, no, you can I'm, go I'm, to I'm, another subject. No, no, I'm, and that's I'm, fine. I'm interested in, in, in this particular case, as I say, this particular publisher was trying to put something but together. Title, yeah. We cannot comment on a particular case. Right. We'll, we'll stay in the larger. General, okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, let, let's get back then to me, the publisher who wants to take advantage of your programs. I filled out my uh, profile. Mm -hmm. What what do I do next? So then you, the, you, I go and I go and see Lynn or someone like Lynn. Well, you would have a conversation with Lynn about what uh, how how you would like to uh, approach and take advantage of our programs. Right. So uh, most publishers start with a project grant uh, application of some kind, typically through the literary publishers project grants. Um, so they would do that. You have to do that for a couple years. And then once you get through that process, and uh, once you get through that process, then we can t start to have a conversation about core support. Yeah, how long does it, at one point, maybe this is the old program, it took five years before you became eligible for core funding? You now, has that changed now? No, uh, well, yes and no, <laughs> sorry. Uh, you have to have uh, three project grants within the last five years in order to be eligible. So you have to be successful three times within the last five years. On, now, on your project version of yep. grants, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Now in that, uh, uh, in that circumstance, um, uh, we have deadlines in which we accept new applicants. Sorry, Lean, did you have something to add? Yes, sorry. Um, I believe it's actually two pro publishing project grants in the last three years. Thank you. That's, um, um, so that's, that, that's a more. change that's making it easier? I mean, I think the, the qualifications for core funding for the different components are a little bit different for each component. So in this particular case, um, for to, in order to qualify for core funding for the literary publishers, um, it's um, two publishing project grants from the Canada Council in the three years before the application is, is what you would need along with other criteria. So two and three years compared to three and five years is probably, yes, a little easier. And we have yeah. more deadlines than we used to. Yes. That's something that the new funding model, uh, in general, 
was aiming at is to have more opportunities to apply. So if you have one deadline a year or one deadline every two years, you have less opportunities. So we wanted it to, to have more entry points. So there are the project entry points that have many deadlines. We have the, the, the core uh, entry points. We have various uh, various ways to get in at different times of the year. So it's it's more flexible, more accessible. Okay. So is there a jury that that uh, then determines whether or not the publisher will get this grant or not? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in all our programs, uh, there's a, uh, except for the internally reviewed travel grant programs, which are, uh, which are another case altogether, they are reviewed by a committee made up of members from the community itself. So you have a peer assessment committee that comes in. Uh, we present all the applications. The committee is made up of other publishers, writers, and other individuals who might work in the sector. Okay. Um, and they review all the applications and then they make recommendations as to what uh, those results are going to be. And who determines how much the actual dollar amount awarded is? It depends on how <laughs> many dollars there are. <laughs> so we have a delegation of authority. So up until up to $100,000 is the director of the program. That's you? Yeah. With the recommendation of the officers and the analysis yeah. of the budget yeah. and the budget available and the number of, of uh, so successful candidates, etc. Over $100,000 it goes to my director general and over $500,000 it's the board who makes the final decision. It's always been like this. Okay, so the jury says yes to this particular mm -hmm. publisher. You then say, okay, they get they only get fifty thousand instead of a hundred thousand. It's it's not it's not quite as simple as that. <laughs> okay. Because what what happens is uh, our program officers when they're in the room with the committee, we ask the committee what the the, the jury you mean? Yeah, the yeah. peer assessment committee. Committee. Okay. We ask them, you know. What do you think? Make, make, give us some ideas about how you think this, this should roll itself out. So then the officer, who also has a, a, a scan or has a, an eagle, eagle eye perspective on the whole sector, starts to look at it and starts to allocate funding, making a recommendation again, based on what the peer assessment committee said, always following their ranking and their recommendation, makes a recommendation to the director. The okay. director then reviews that and there's a conversation that's had where we fine-tune that, that result and then the director could sign off on it at that point. And there are many considerations um, going along with that. One, the first one is how much the publisher has requested. We are not able to give more than what is requested. So that's one consideration is very important. Uh, the, the ranking too, I mean, uh, if you rank first or if you rank at the bottom, the, the recommendation will be slightly different. How reasonable your ask is compared to your activities and what the available budget for the particular component is. And of course, it's always a comparative. And, and also each program has a maximum amount 
uh, each component has. Uh, Sorry, each a maximum amount for, for the grant, whole. For the, the grant. whole. So sometimes it's an amount. Right. In the case of publishers, if I remember well, it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's mm -hmm. the maximum amount a publisher can receive yearly. Mm -hmm. um, in other programs, it's a percentage of the their overall budget. So it, it, it varies from component to component, but you cannot give more than the maximum, right? No, no. So, and if an organization uh, asks for $100,000, you cannot give them 120. No, no, of course not. Yeah. There's that, and we try, as long as it's eligible and, and, um, and uh, reasonable, we try to award an amount that is as close as possible to yep. the request. Yep. Mm -hmm. I can I can I can tell you with absolute certainty that at the last deadline, the last core grant deadline that we had for the literary publishers, the amount of money that we were left out left with was minuscule. It was well, that's good. You spent yeah. it all then. Yeah, exactly. Well, what's the total budget, by the way? Oh, I can't remember off the top of the head. My we can follow up with that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, but we did. We definitely spend it all. There's, okay. there's nothing. <laughs> there's no value to us holding on to it. It, yeah. it all goes out into the community. And again, you mentioned that there's something like 220 in total that you that you fund. Well, thereabouts. Yeah. Again, we can give you more precise numbers. Why are certain nonfiction books from university publishers, for example, being ruled ineligible? I guess um, the first thing to do is to read Canada Council's mandate, right? Mm -hmm. Our mandate is not to support science or education or um, other fields, it's to support the arts. I thought you said it was to serve the reader as well. Through the arts, of course. Yeah, and so... Yeah. No, no, I, under, I understand that. So you're saying that a nonfiction book by a university press is not the arts? Mm, there's literary uh, production from university presses that are el eligible. Absolutely. Yeah. We've got lots of examples. Okay. But a dictionary? Yes. Yeah, no, not, no. Would not be eligible. Or a school manual will not be eligible. Is there anyone at the Canada Council that uh, that champions a strong creative publishing industry? No, or not? I'm not, I don't understand your question. I'd say we 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 all we do. all do <laughs> because it's 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 about uh, again it's it's about make, making sure that the the community is strong making sure that there's services for writers uh, to do the work that they're going to do, making sure that um, there, are, there are good quality books uh, to put into the hands of Canadian readers. Uh, so no, I'm not, I'm not questioning your devotion and your goodwill toward the publishing industry. It's just that when I talk to people in the publishing industry, they're not happy. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting a bit of a disconnect here. That's why I came in in the first place. I've talked to a lot of happy people so far. I was in Frankfurt recently. I was at Salon du Livre de Montréal. Um, and uh, yeah, okay. there are a lot of happy people as well. You should talk to them too. <laughs> <laughs> it's more pleasant. 
okay. also, uh, I think we, we need also to um, shift our minds. Yeah. Uh, we are championing Canada Council and, and, and the support to the whole ecology. There are no more disciplinary sections. It's gone. It's over. All our programs are non-disciplinary. They're open to everyone. They are more holistic. They are not tailored to a particular community within a community as they were before. But and book I publishing is, is the exception. Is that what you're saying? There's one component. I see. Okay. Um, in supporting arts uh, practice. And I, I got to tell you, I worked at Canadian Heritage for 14 years. And I uh, did manage two non three non-disciplinary programs. Uh, one is arts presentation, the other one is cultural spaces, and the last one is building communities through arts and heritage. And those programs, being non-disciplinary, are much more equitable, much more open, much more inclusive, and they follow the ebb and flow of the community and the ebb and flow of the development of each sector instead of being stuck and then not being able to move because it takes forever to uh, to change a program. So this will this model will respond a lot better to how every community and every media is going to involve within because the boxes are big instead of having a whole bunch of mosaic little boxes. That's the way I see it. Have you said everything you want to say about the new program? to the literary publishing sector? I think if, if, uh, if we're going to, if we're going to add anything else to, uh, to, to what we're going to say uh, about, uh, about this is, when you look at the old programs, the old programs were definitely focused a lot on book production. That was, that was the focus. But in the new program, or in the current programs, I feel that we're trying to explore ways that we can help the publishers with more activities to think of to think when when publishers are thinking about our programs they shouldn't just be thinking about book production mm. but they should also be thinking about the different ways that they can support the community uh, again networking activities conferences workshops professional development okay. book tours we have all kinds of ways that we can create a, a more dynamic more inclusive uh, more accessible uh, Canadian arts and writing communities and there aren't any really big Canadian publishing houses though are there wonder why that is you've been funding them for 50 years I just wonder why I mean well big compared to all of the foreign companies that are active we wonder why there isn't one I think I, I, you know. You know what? Uh, honestly, I think that question is actually more appropriate for PCH. That's uh, for yeah. heritage. Yeah. That's, because that's because the 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 great big industry, the, yeah. those publishers, yeah. are best served by the book fund, and the, it's the book fund where they interact most with with government. The presses that we support here aren't necessarily the big industry ones that, that uh, uh, there's no Penguin books here. No, no, but know? that's the point. In Canada, we've got like four or five foreign-owned multinationals, mm -hmm. and then we've got all these small uh, publishers that you help. 
Right. That's so, about so it. We're 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 not we're not here to 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 build a giant multinational corporation. No. We're here to support the arts, the literary arts, mm-hmm. and so. Quite a few of our presses, you know, uh, do you know hand printing processes, no, or no. you know, focus on on very niche communities that that and and the ways that they might wish to express themselves through literary arts, mm. uh, indigenous communities, for example. That is where the Canon Council wants to be, and okay. that's where we want to be working. We can't really be a player to build a, a giant multinational. No, no, but but we just don't have the the scope or the scale to do that. No, but I, the idea of serving as some sort of incubator for larger companies companies that employ more people. I, I don't know. Maybe not. It's our it's an arts f- focus that you have though. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 What about the poor writer who's only making nine thousand dollars a year? Well, we have a. Uh, very strong research and creation uh, program Um, and the good news about the new funding model is that uh, more and more resources are going to be available for individual uh, artists, writers included and uh, we were in um, a situation for many years where uh, as much as 80% of the budget of uh, grant budget of Canada Council was given to organizations and the rest was given to uh, to uh, individuals we're switching the balance we're really going to switch the balance and by t- 2021 half of the budget will go to organizations for core funding and the rest will go for projects including, of course, the individual uh, artists. So there's going to be more resources available for individual uh, artists and, and, and projects. Not less future. for book publishers, just more for individuals? Is that it? That's correct. No, we're yeah. not reducing the amount of money. We're just al- allocating our increases to other sectors. I see, mm-hmm. because you did get a big increase from the Liberal government when they came in. And it's in. incremental. So we did not get a doubling of the budget in 2016. It's over a period of five years. So by uh, April 2021, our budget will have doubled, and the way we we allocate those increases will make it more uh, evenly balanced. We also committed that you know most of those resources are not going um, to towards. Uh, administration or, or, or building or whatever, it's going to grants. So more resources will be available and at the same time there's more resources available for organizations who will be better uh, equipped to offer better working conditions to, uh, to the artists. Um, I think that it's also a collective effort to look at the conditions for artists in, in, in general in this country, the writers, of mm. course, the dancers as well, with their short careers. Um, it's a collective effort from from the arts councils, from, from the community itself, from, from the governments, from society in, in, in general, because um, it's a lot of uh, hours, it's a lot of talent, it's a lot of very educated people, and I agree that they are not compensated uh, the way they should be, for sure. As far as the actual department itself, I'd heard that a number of people had left because of the changes. 
Is that not true? You know, people move within council, uh, within an organization, and people uh, people leave change or no change. Mm -hmm. um, and you've been in the program, because we're talking about sort of corporate memory or depth of knowledge. You've been working in the program for how long, specifically in the book? <laughs> in this program? In the, in the book. Very uh, short period. It's been what? Uh, maybe like... Three months? Three months, yeah. Three months. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I've been part of the design team of the new funding model as a former director of the theater section. And then I've been also a former director of the uh, Arts Abroad and Arts uh, Across Canada uh, program as well. So and Felipe, you've been involved in the book program for how long? Well, I've been with supporting artistic practice since, yes, sorry. Its, since its inception. Which was? Uh, so since 2016, uh, 2017, uh, so like a, like a year and a half I think it's been or something like that. Okay. But I would, I would also add that the officers that we have, um, we, we, we have officers who have been in literary arts for all their lives, Lean here has uh, that's that's that's, that's that's her that's her that's her experience. <laughs> her <long> life. <laughs> um, uh, some of the other officers we also have uh, have 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 mm, long mm -hmm. experience, and we rely a lot on them and their knowledge in order to be able to to come to the decisions uh, that we do, um, and we it's their expertise. Um, that that really does help us to make relevant and, and appropriate decisions. Okay, final question, and that is, okay, I should be hanging out with happier publishers, I guess. <laughs> but what they what, exist. what what have you got to say to the unhappy ones? Talk to us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as, as a program officer, I, I work di directly with the publishers, and so I would encourage anyone who, who have you has heard anything questions for us. Good, bad, or what have you heard from the, from the publishers? I mean, I, I think, we, as Guylaine was saying, you know, there, 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 there have been a wide range of, of, of reactions to the new funding model, not just in the, in the publishing community, but I think across the entire arts community. Um, but, you know, the, the response is always the same. Um, you know, we're here to listen and we're here to help. Um, so, so please don't hesitate to give to give your program officer a call if you have a specific one that you work with. Um, and if they're not the best person to answer your question, they will help point you in the direction of, of who you can talk to. Okay. What's the uh, website address? Is there is it easy or not so easy? CanadaCouncil.ca. Okay, that's easy. Yeah. And any publishers that are listening to this, again, they, they can, they're directed to where they should go once they hit the, the website. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. And when, even before creating a profile, there's kind of a, a test uh, mm -hmm. spot on, on the website, on, on the portal, where you can uh, select if you're an individual, an organization, or a group, you can select your field of practice and, and your particular role in that field of practice. And you'll get directed to a list of potential components of our programs to which you, you may apply, you may be eligible to apply. So it gives a, a, an idea, without having to go through the whole process of creating a profile, give an, an idea of, okay, I have 
you know, those six components I could apply to that's interesting. I'm going to create a profile and get more information. So the, it, it, it's, you can d do it in 30 seconds just to, to give you a, 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 an aperçu. How do you yeah. say an aperçu an in English? Mm -hmm. yeah. An overview. Yeah. Okay. Who are your favorite publishers? <laughs> Can't say that. <laughs> what was your favorite book of the last year? not something I, I don't know if I can answer that. No, yeah. no, no. There's been so many. Okay, well, thanks very much for uh, spending this time with me. And, uh, well, I th uh, publishers can call you up and, and, they, and they can let you know they how do. they feel, right? Yeah, and, and we are in touch also with the publisher associations. Yes. What's no. her name again? Kate Edwards? Kate and Richard in, in uh, Montreal. So we're, you know, we're, we're in contact. We do talk. We are aware of some of the concerns. We are aware of some of the growing pains. And we discuss them. And we talk to our colleagues at Canadian Heritage. So, I mean, the questions you asked us mm. were not surprising. You know, we, mm. we, we, we do have those conversations and um, we, um, we are, as you mentioned, devoted. We are um, really committed to make this uh, work and it does work. And in the end, it's, it's such a better picture than where, where we were like five years ago or 10 years ago. Better because it's what? Better because it's more inclusive, because, because it is streamlined, because we're, we're better able to uh, be accountable to the government of what we're doing with public money, uh, because it's more flexible, because there's more resources available to, it's a big to one. the communities. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's not a bad one. Yeah. So I, I think there are many more positive points, any change yeah. requires some kind of flexibility and open-mindedness and, and getting used to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think in the end, there's a lot more positive uh, than, than negative points. There are some beautiful publishing companies in Canada out there, and I just hope that they continue to get the funding that they need to produce mm -hmm. the beautiful books that they do. Yeah, we should be very, very proud. And. I would like to end on a very positive note. We are going, we Canada, are going to be the guest of honor in Frankfurt in 2020. 2020, yeah. And we'll have an opportunity to really shine and put under the spotlight those beautiful books you're talking about. Very good. Well, we'll look forward to that. Great. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank you. I've been speaking with Ghislaine Normandin, who's the Director of Supporting Artistic Practice. Felipe Diaz, who's the manager of that program, and Lean Danil, who's a program officer at the Canada Council in Ottawa. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you.